Hey, what's up guys? Andrew here. Welcome to This Crypto Life, where I explore stories and conversations about Web3 and the future of finance. This podcast is not financial advice. Enjoy this episode. But some of the news is, is really mostly NFT focused today. And, um, you know, I definitely wanted to just tap in. You know, of course, we have the cryptocurrency donations uh, sent to Ukraine. Uh, following Russia's invasion. So I definitely wanted to tap in and hear some thoughts in relation to how you guys are feeling based on the last four or five days. I guess we'll go Amelia first and then we'll tap in. Amelia, how are you feeling about oh, I'm so glad you asked as well because it's there's so much going on. History's changing. I'm, in, I'm based in Berlin and uh, I'm a Canadian. I've been living in Berlin for 11 years and I've just watched, for example, German politics or European politics. And yesterday or this weekend, things have happened that we really honestly thought would be impossible. So for example, Germany was a, is a peacekeeping country and it was unheard of that they would send weapons to Ukraine and, and they're changing it. And they completely changed. Um, they had a um, emergency meeting uh, yesterday where they decided 100 billion will now be reinvested invested in the German army because really Germany did not focus on their army um, for you know historical reasons um, you know they want to be a peacekeeping country and it's just seeing how country Sweden is sending so much uh, help um, seeing how the, the world is unifying and mobilizing um, to help Ukraine is I'm so touched. First of all, emotions left and right, um, up and down. Um, but I am so, like from the bottom of my, of my heart, impressed how the Ukrainian people are fighting. I have never, I, 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 I'm, I'm just so, I have no words for it. They are so strong. And uh, it's, it hits a bit close to home because we had, um, we have a tech team or had our former tech team um, is based in Kharkiv. Um, so we've been to Kharkiv, we've been to Kiev, we have beautiful memories there. And one of our team members is actually based in Kiev. So we were very worried at the beginning. He's okay. He's, um, with his family in a village and, you know, the next steps will be determined. But I just want to say about this whole thing, um, it is, it's a nightmare, but the, the other side of the coin is, it's amazing and beautiful to see how the world is no longer going to tolerate bullying and no longer going to tolerate lies. Um, and I think that sets a message to many other countries in the world that realize, oh no, we cannot stretch uh, truths anymore. Um, this doesn't fly. Um, countries will uh, say no more. And that's what's happening here right now. And I think it's fantastic. Awesome. Awesome. Any additional thoughts on that, uh, Rob? Yeah, no, that was very well, very well said. It's it, like you said, it's, it's, I love the opportunity that the the world has taken to you know come together with cryptocurrency and and support um, you know in the way of humanitarian efforts, right? Um, so it it the history is changing. Things are are definitely changing, and and like you said, as we move forward with the opportunities of of what this space allows, um, you know it. it puts the it puts the power of being able to help people around the world back into the people's hands and uh so um you know obviously nobody likes war and and you know my my heart and and uh and prayers go out to uh everybody affected um but uh it is exciting to see how everybody around the world is coming uh, coming together to help awesome Diane 
Yeah, um, I agree with both Rob and Amelia, um, especially in Germany coming in, which is very surprising to me in terms of the SWIFT. Um, but anyway, the, the thing that really um, surprised me, I guess, the most is that people in Russia are protesting. I think a lot of people, there's a lot of people who don't remember even the Soviet Union being there because they're so young and it's been such a long time and they're protesting in the street, risking their lives. So that I think is the most um, thing that stand out for me in, in terms of that, that surprised me. Yeah. I think uh, when I look at, you know, what's happening around the world today, I'm, you know, I am a little bit disappointed where it's still very uh, tough to try to resolve um, any issue, um, you know, without involving like weapons and stuff like that. Right. I think that we should be at a place now with all the technology that's available to us. I definitely want to hear your thoughts on this, where we can actually have conversations and then not lead to any kind of things that look very similar to war or prelude to wars. Right. Um, and I think that, um, that, that really saddens me when I see some of the things that's happening around the world right now. So um, I, I want to yield on to any thoughts on that. I, I do. I do have a thought. Um, totally agree with you. Um, and that's why, you know, the act of supporting by, by providing weapons, right? Like that, that, that sets a precedent. It's a message. And this is why it's, it's so difficult for, for countries to make that decision because that means they, support, you know, um, violence. However, when it comes to talking, um, the West has really tried all these years to talk to Russia. They've all, they have very often overstepped boundaries. Um, they've also lied directly. They've told countries in the West, we will, we will not invade what troops on the border. Uh, oh gosh, no idea why the, you know, so talking, that's the thing. The West has been doing a lot of talking a lot of sitting at the table, um, inviting, you know, all countries. I'm trying to be very careful, careful with my words here. I don't want to pinpoint any particular countries, but I think what's happening now is this, uh, this, it's really a, uh, uh, it's a switch in, in, in history where they realize, okay, we, we, we are nice. We can talk, but we can also be powerful and talking. It hasn't worked. And, uh, and we're not going to take any more lies and, uh, talking hasn't worked. So, and I think what Russia didn't expect was for the West to actually follow through with a lot of things that they have followed through because banning SWIFT, for example, puts a lot of other countries, um, you know, their quality of life will decrease, but we're willing to decrease our quality of life. If that means, um, helping, um, helping a country, uh, for their freedom and their, you know, to become democratic and they are fighting, um, then no problem. We will, we, we will be happy to suffer uh, a little bit if that means we can help out. So talking hasn't worked. Um, and I'm actually happy to see, um, that, uh, concrete actions are being taken. I, I also want to add that at the same time, um, this is politics and I, I, I'm not going to sit here and act as if I understand everything that's going on. There are a lot of things happening politically that I don't understand. 
um, some who seem to be friendly aren't necessarily friendly. So I'm also mindful of all of this. So um, I keep that in mind. I, I look between the lines. I appreciate that. Um, go ahead, Rob. No, I was just going to say that's a that's a really good point. We often see, especially how you know mainstream media will portray a uh, a particular narrative. Um, you know, depending on what channel you're you're watching, uh, and then you know what's what's happening politically. Uh, you know, we we see mainstream mer- narrative as and and reporting as being kind of a smokescreen as to what is really going on <laughs> and uh we don't find out until you know five ten years down the road what what this was all really about so um but uh you know there's there's quite a bit coming out even as we're speaking um you know about what's going on over there so um i'm looking at something that just recently came out that says russia's central bank uh, Chief says alternative to SWIFT is already in. Last week, we talked about India and and Russia having trade relations and coming up with a, a direct trade uh, type of, of deal with the with the rupee. And so uh, that, that would be interesting to see if that is really taking place or is this just something that they're kind of putting out there, uh, you know, to, to kind of say, hey, you know, we're not affected by your taking us off SWIFT, you know, kind of thing. So. Yeah, I appreciate that. So I, I definitely want to say, um, what are your thoughts on what's happening right now in Ukraine? I definitely reshare this room. And I also want to say that this week is is stacked, guys. I'm excited for this week. Uh, we have Amelia t- today uh, and she's going to be talking about Happy Nation NFT. I've I've uh, ventured, you know, uh, I took my my traveling bag. I, I went to get some dope guests this week, and uh, I definitely want to have some awesome conversations uh, from here on out uh, for for a lot of these projects that we may not necessarily be aware of, right? So educating myself not only in the NFT space, but you know what's happening with um, you know a lot of these dope projects. You know who who are they? Who's who who are behind these dope projects? And uh, Amelia is definitely uh, the first conversation that we're gonna have with Happy Nation uh, NFT. So we're uh, the way we're gonna do it. Just to give you an idea, uh, Amelia will share after we cover the news, and uh, after she's done sharing, I'll open it up for questions, and then once the questions are done, we're going to wrap. You know, there's not going to be any filler. So if you have any questions ready, uh, please uh, start preparing those questions uh, for her. Uh, Happy Nation NFT. What I'll do right now is I will link the link tree for her um, as we're uh, setting that up. So just give me one second and I'll do that. And we will continue having the conversation about the news. And then from there, news is done. We're going to talk to Amelia. And after Amelia, we're going to do the questions. And after the questions, we are going to wrap. So that's what it looks like. I'm going to keep the stage as light as possible because, um, you know, I don't want too many interjections as she's, you know, sharing her project. So, so that's what we have for that. So a little bit on the lighthearted stuff. Um, I did see Valve President Gabe Newell uh, doubling down on his company's anti-crypto stance, stating that NFT-based games were ripping customers off. So not necessarily focusing on that 
particular thing, but more so, how have you seen um, the landscape of NFT uh, mature as people are coming out with projects by way of, you know, telling the actual story and not ripping anybody off? So I wanted to take that angle. Uh, the floor is open for anyone who wants to take that first, and then we'll, we'll kind of wrap on a little bit. Okay. Well, my answer is um, very short as I am not really aware of this subject. So I don't really have a comment on that at this moment. I am Googling okay. Valve as we speak. <laughs> yeah. So so I think I think the thing with that, uh, the angle I wanted to take is more so um, what when we're looking at projects, you know, these day and age. Right. And we get ready to invest in a particular project. What are the uh, signs that are questionable uh, when we're looking at projects. So, so Gabe, Gabe is really focusing on Steam, more so uh, collaborations with Microsoft. And if NFTs is not uh, aren't in the current plans for uh, for for Steam by way of the gaming side, he's going to stay away from it, you know, as far away from it as possible. So, I think uh, for us, as I'm looking at, you know, the landscape of NFTs, projects that I want to get into, you know, whether I'm looking at the team, uh, you know, the community, um, utility, and, and things of that nature, what is the what what are the building blocks that says this project can go very long? Okay, so how about we take that angle? Anyone wants to take that? Yeah, so I am I'm googling this as well <laughs> okay so so yeah so so let's let's talk about uh, the the portion of when you're looking at a project what what are the signs you look for that you're going to invest can can we um let's uh tackle that one yeah well first thing i look for is um the community does it have a big community is it does it have a social media presence um the website is it nice and clean uh just those those are some of the first things that come to my mind okay all right amelia uh rob go ahead no go ahead amelia i'll go i'll go after amelia thank you that's nice um yeah i so dion mentioned very good things um i do have to also say i've noticed that some really great projects may not have big communities yet, um, but you know, um, as after they've launched, and um, I have specific projects in mind, and you know, it starts circulating, and, and the, the the founders and the project founders are telling their stories. The communities really do grow. Um, so, community, you know, growing a community is very difficult, um, but uh, but you know the. I guess strength of a community can be very relative, right? So, but what I want to say is I love to find out, I love people and I love finding out what their stories are. And if I have like a connection, emotional connection or some sort of connection to the founder and the why they're doing it, um, then I'm hooked. Um, um, you know, the art may come second. Like I, you know, I mean, I don't have to be the biggest fan of their art. But if, but so far I love the art, uh, but if, uh, if the, the person behind it is for me so important. So I have one person in mind who I just follow her to the ends of this earth because I understand why she's doing what she's doing and who she is. And I've been able to meet her on a more personal level. And I know that everything she does, she does with heart and she's such a hard worker. And so I will talk about it's, it's a rebel society, rebel Frida. 
So I actually will mention her because I would love for, for all of you to know who she is. She's fantastic. A mother of three. Uh, she's doing it with her husband. And she is just a she's a strong woman fighter. So I, uh, it's the person behind the project that for me is number one. Awesome. Anyone else? Rob, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I love that because uh, especially in, you know, kind of the, the new projects that we're seeing, you know, prior to, um, you know, I would say the last six months, you know, a lot of, a lot of what we look for is, you know, are, is the team doxxed, right? What, what, what projects have they been involved in prior? Um, you know, what spaces have they been involved in? You know, in, in particular, I'm looking at one project that I'm very bullish on and the, the gentleman who's running that, um, has been in the financial sector, um, prior. And so, um, now though, when I'm looking at NFT projects, when I'm looking at some of these other projects, you know, we're, we're seeing, um, you know, people who are new to the space, um, maybe they've done other things, not necessarily in a, a professional, um, you know, light, but maybe they've done other things that they've been successful in. Um, but it, it's not a, you know, financial sector or, or they're, it's not business related as far as what they're successful in. Uh, maybe, you know, they were involved in humanitarian things or, or something like that. Um, and you're seeing them head yeah. these projects and build community yeah. and these projects are dope. They're, they're just, they're very, very cool. So, uh, again, excited about the space and, and what it's providing for, you know, people to be able to create these, uh, you know, these projects and, and allow everybody to be involved in, in some of these um, really, really awesome roadmaps like we're going to hear today. Absolutely appreciate that. So if you're just tuning in, Amelia is hanging out with us uh, today from Happy Nation NFT. Guys, let's get the shares to 10. What are your thoughts on uh, some of the projects or what you look for in projects? Let's get the shares to 10 uh, as we're getting ready to speak to Amelia. A few more topics. And the other thing I wanted to mention as well is that uh, the link tree for Amelia, Amelia is linked at the top. Uh, so definitely check out what's happening with her and also the links for the things that we talk about. I'm actually going to create a section for the show, This Crypto Life, which is where you are right now in the Discord, which I'll link a later. Uh, so that's some of the things I wanted to share with you right now. So let's get the shares um, to 10. And I think we could do that uh, in relation to what do you look for in projects today as you're searching for NFTs. So let's do that. Uh, next thing I wanted to touch on here, uh, 70 million later, Pixelmon's founder calls artwork reveal horrible mistake. And I know that sometimes we look at projects, we're excited about projects, we invest in projects. And as I mentioned earlier, that this show was going to be NFT uh, news heavy. Um, and I definitely want to dive in a little bit more on what's happening in that world. So, uh, so this project comes out, but the art is not great and people are really upset about that. So when, when we are looking at projects, and I think that goes to some of the things that we were talking about a little bit earlier, when you see things like this happen where uh, companies and, and founders have to apologize for the work, whether you know it's a game, if you're in a game world, or either projects in the NFT world, how do you feel about that? How do you respond to that when you see things like that in the marketplace? Anyone want to take that? Well, you mean, uh, I just want to get a little clarification. Like, so you mean when the project comes out, 
the mm-hmm. the the actual NFT itself, the the art of it, is not revealed to the public until the last minute or after it's it's yeah. It's How do you respond to that? Minute. Yeah. Well, How do you respond to that? Well, I think it can be disappointing if there's if the expectation is high. Um, I think the team they had to have been okay with the art before they reveal it, right? That's my thinking. Because it's, it's art is a very subjective thing. You know, one person's art is another person's, I don't know, garbage, right? So I think it's a very hard, um, it's, a, it's a very hard thing to please everyone. Uh, some people might like it and, and some people may not. In the case where a lot of people don't like the art, I'm not sure what the developers do about it at that point, you know, because they already signed off on it. They already were okay with it. That's my assumption. So I, I, I really, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Hmm. Additional thoughts on that? Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm reading this real quick just to get more familiar with it because I saw the headline over the weekend, but I didn't uh, didn't get a chance to read it. So, the founder is actually calling the artwork reveal a horrible mistake, mm-hmm. and and this thing started out at three ETH as the founder. <laughs> I'm I'm just thinking, do you not get a sneak peek of that? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Prior to, you know, prior to Mint, I mean, ah, that's a lot of money. So, yeah, interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> right. I think 3 ETH is about what, eight, eight grand, right? Yeah. At the time, uh, I think it that's, was $8,100 at the time. Yeah. So, so here, so, so what I'll do is, um, I think I'll, I'll do two more of the news bits. Uh, the rest of the news I'll put in the, um, the Discord, at which I'll, I'll link later. Definitely want to mention this book. I believe it's out now. It's called The Cryptopians, Idealism, Greed, Lies, and the Making of the First Big Cryptocurrency Craze by Laura Shin. I'll link that, um, in the Discord for you guys to check out. Uh, that uh, speaks about uh, early days of Ethereum. Uh, so definitely look for that. Uh, there's also a link here about NFT uh, displays on your wall. Okay, so so look for that in the Discord as well, the AllianceDiscord.com is where I'll post the news uh, after uh, the show. Uh, there's one thing, um, I guess we can talk about this and then we'll, we'll definitely touch base with Amelia uh, with uh, Happy Nation. So this one here talks about Minecraft goes web three with uh, nft worlds on polygon so i did see that how excited are you guys about web three i know it changed a lot a lot of things for us by way of what we're learning in the space but i definitely want to um ask amelia how, how excited are you for web three right now based on you know the projects coming out everything that you're seeing in the space uh what are your thoughts right now amelia yeah i'm still wrapping my head around it everything that's going on and what what is possible um you know lives are being changed in web3 um there are people who normally you know everyday normal people um who may not have had a stage or you know proper recognition are being recognized 
Um, people are able to, you know, support their families. Um, I don't know. It's just, there's a, there definitely is a magic to it and a buzz and, um, um, the tables have turned. It is, I do really feel like it's, um, the people first, community first, um, and that we are together building something from the bottom, from scratch. Um, and, um, really excited about that. Um, I think also like, for example, NFTs in particular, can also be a fantastic vehicle to boost social good or good in general in the world. And this is something that I'm, uh, I'm passionate about and want to push and talk more about. Um, so, and I think Web3 um, just creates a lot of opportunities that never, never would have been thought uh, about in Web2. Uh, so I'm happy what I'm seeing so far. But of course, it's just the beginning and we have to make sure that everything is, uh, that it's also a safe um, place for that we keep it a safe place for for everyone. Absolutely. Um, anyone else? Yeah, uh, Diane. If you have something, I'll go after you. Otherwise, no. Go ahead. Yeah. So I'm I'm super excited about this. Um, I was involved in Second Life back in 2004 five ish time frame. Um, and so I was uh, I was building in Second Life and and exploring around and and uh, you know they had their own token within their community that you could you know you could attach your debit card to the the platform and buy the token or you could earn within there and so all this had been done way back uh, but now that uh, that we are here with cryptocurrency and NFTs. Um, I started, you know, exploring some of these and have started building again with a particular project that we all know and love. And, and so uh, it's, it's exciting to me. I'm looking at a headline right now. Virtual cosmetics are now a thing as L'Oreal enters the metaverse. And so, man, I mean, everybody's getting into this. My kids played, uh, you know, played uh, Minecraft. I've played Minecraft with them. And uh, so I, I would I'm kind of surprised to see that they entered so late. Uh, but I am I am excited because, you know, that, I mean, it's I, I like to see all these gaming platforms get into the space and have the opportunity for play to earn, uh, you know, and, and allow the allow the kids to be a part of this. So but uh, Amelia, you're very right in, in the way of, you know, we have to we have to make sure that this space stays safe for our kids. Um, and, and, you know, recently we had, we had a discussion about, you know, the Oculus and, uh, and I learned that, you know, with the Oculus, you can actually, while your kids are using it, you can stream that to your TV. Don't tell the kids I said this, uh, cause I don't want them mad at me, but you can stream to the TV. So that way you can see exactly what they're doing. Right. Um, and then of course we had the issues with meta. Um, you know, with somebody being attacked within minutes of them entering um, and Meta immediately put a, a kind of a, a boundary uh, around their character. So uh, they they mitigated or mitigated that issue. Um, so I think as we continue to go forward and, and we do uncover some of these things, we'll see these these security um, issues. You know, I'm hoping anyway, we see these security issues addressed right away. Um, and, and it becomes a fun and, and opportunistic uh, space. Appreciate that, Rob. Um, Diane, do you have anything? Sorry, no, not at this moment. 
Okay. All right. Awesome. Uh, so, so yeah, so I'm excited because, um, this is our first guest on this crypto life. We are going to hear the journey, uh, of Amelia. I met Amelia on Twitter spaces and because I wanted to start bringing, um, to me, different voices, uh, on this platform. Uh, Clubhouse as a whole, and I wanted to hear uh, a lot, a lot about the different NFT projects that are out. So um, I'm learning as you are learning, um, and I just wanted to, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited, you know, for what's happening in the spaces and and Clubhouse as well. But I wanted, I wanted a, a refreshing take on some of the things that happened on this platform. And as I listened to Amelia. And um, her journey, um, I was like, man, I, I just have to ask her. She should be down to come through and just hang out with us for a little bit. So uh, please bring your friends. Um, let them know that this room is happening. And, um, you know, this week, as I mentioned to you guys earlier, is stacked. I am losing sleep because I want to get new folks on here so we can hear their journey um, and on this crypto life. Uh, so, Amelia, I'm so happy that you're here. And we'll do questions um, after Amelia shares her journey and her project and utility and roadmap and things that she's considering. Amelia, I'm excited that you're here. Thank you for coming. Andrew, I'm grateful that uh, you're giving me the space here. Um, not only am yeah, I'm passionate about our project, I'm passionate about NFTs. I and it's also very good good practice for me here to 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 tell the story. So I'm happy for all of your feedback. Um, Diane, I just realized I've been pronouncing your name wrong. Sorry, Diane. I <laughs> got it. Half an hour in. It's uh, Diane. Diane. Oh, Diane. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> Third try. Third thanks. Try. Thanks for, for doing that. It's a very nice name. Very unique. Very, uh, very nice. Um, yeah. So my name is Amelia, and um, I'm one of the founders of the Happy Nation. And well-being has always been a very um, important topic in my life. I didn't realize at the time when I was 12, for example, and I started jogging or doing Pilates, that later on, the older I would get, um, the deeper that topic would become for me. Um, I had um, many of my family members didn't take the well-being route. There has also been substance abuse, and I just wanted to really put effort that I don't go down, down that route. So, you know, whether it was Pilates or, you know, like I said, jogging, and then later on I discovered yoga, and then I came to Berlin 11 years ago from Canada, and I met my partner, Adam, who introduced me to, to meditation, and there, you know, then I did a psychoanalysis, and then you know, a few years ago, Adam and I, we met at the yoga studio, so we connected on that topic, how important it is to take care of your, you know, your mind, your body, and your social relationships. And a few years ago, you know, we became entrepreneurs, um, we're life and business partners, and we created a well-being uh, or a science-based well-being program in an app called Well You Be Happy. You can find it in the app store to help people take care of their well-being. Um, the thing is, we all went to school so many years and we learned, you know, history, geography, you know, languages, math, all these fantastic things. But the one thing we all want in life that is completely universal is that we want to be happy, healthy and well. We want to live. We want to we want to be at peace. We want to flourish. We want to grow. Um, but we never learned in school how to do that. No one taught us that. But the science is there. There are researchers. Um, worldwide that are researching exactly that. What can you do and giving you actionable steps of what you can do to lead a healthy, happy, good life. So um, we created this program. Um, we did get hit by COVID. I do have to add our app was finally ready and approved by the app store three days 
on March 10th, 2020, three days before the first lockdown. So uh, three days before Trump announced a state of emergency. So that was the worst timing ever. Um, but we still pushed through. Um, um, we created a, a separate app called While You in Hard Times to help people during lockdown. And all that to say, you know, Happy Nation is the idea we had already three months ago. We wanted to make, you know, working on yourself because it's hard to work on yourself, right? Otherwise, we would all have six packs. Um, fun. So how to incentivize people to come back and do well, more well-being programs, to continue to prioritize their well-being. And we thought, hmm, what about something like a happy nation, like with a passport? And every time you do a program, you, you get a stamp for it, you know, and you collect these stamps. And people love to collect things, right? As we see with NFTs. And now fast forward to today, and we're like, wow, we can actually build this happy nation. Um, and that's exactly what's going to happen, um, or what we're working on. you know. Uh, three weeks after sellout, NFT holders, and I'll explain the collection in just a second and why we are focusing on crypto kids. Uh, they are the building blocks of the happy nation. But uh, three weeks after sellout, NFT holders will be able to apply for a passport for citizenship. Um, this uh, We're looking into the technical solutions, but this passport will be a, a dynamic NFT um, and you can fill it with stamps. So, you know, we would like to um, partner up with well-being brands, let's say Adidas. And if you do a 5K with Adidas, you get a stamp or a yoga session or retreat or a festival with Lululemon, you get a stamp. But for sure, if you're one of the first um, NFT holders, you're going to get a founding citizen stamp. If you're one of the first 333 minters, the number three is very important for us and it shows up everywhere in, in, in our programs. Um, you'll get a stamp um, and many more. So the idea is we all, Happy Nation was a place that we wanted in real life and in the digital space where you take care of your well-being, where we make it easier for you and fun to take care of your well-being, where you can connect with like-minded people and spread happiness and kindness to others. Why the crypto kids? Well, they are the building blocks of the Happy Nation. Kids are amazing and they truly are the future. But to be more specific, how we came to that and how we came into the NFT space in the first place was after a conversation in August with a university in Australia. We were in contact with them because of content in our program, because it is a science-based program. And they discovered our app and said, wow, uh, would you be willing to co-create a well-being program for kids who suffer from domestic violence? Our eyes went wide. We said, yes. Like if nothing else works out in our lives, if we can create this program with this university for kids, then our lives have had their purpose. So we just hit the ground running. We, we yes. So they went, um, and just a side note, we always wanted to create more specialized programs for more people. Right now it's a standardized one, but imagine in the future, you know, a program for veterans or a program for pregnant women or people with seasonal affective disorder or people with tinnitus or, you know, broken heart, um, just, you know, you name it. There's so many possibilities. And now we get a chance to create a specialized program for kids who come from, you know, broken homes or disadvantaged backgrounds. Um, they went, the university went to the enterprise department to see, you know, whether there's a budget for this. And, um, well, uh, there wasn't, um, you know, reshaping our app or re, re um, adjusting it, uh, and, uh, create, you know, they would create the content. We would provide the tech, but, you know, kids don't like to read or, you know, don't like they, for kids, we need to make animated videos to make it easier for them. So, uh, when we were talking to our friend, 
about this, who is, you know, in the, he, he works with venture capitalists and we were telling him the story, okay, you know, how do we get this project? He had been in the NFT space uh, for five months at that time and said, uh, and had seen how NFT projects also make charitable, you know, also support charitable causes. And he said, why don't you look into NFTs? And we went, NF what? And that was end of August, beginning of September. And that's how, you know, that's why we're highlighting kids with this project. Uh, we'll be able to not only create this well-being program with this university, but we have seven nonprofit organizations lined up. I've interviewed all of them. So far, they're all female-led um, organizations. That wasn't planned. It just turned out that way. Uh, they're located all over the world. We had a list of 70. We did our research. Um, we chose seven. Um, so that all continents are, you know, uh, represented and they cover different topics of children's well-being. So one brings movies to to uh, rural areas in Cambodia. The other one deals with sexual abuse in sports. Another one is helping Colombian kids who have different needs than, for example, domestic shelters in America and Canada. So um, we chose them wisely. We're actually going to add an, an eighth now that will help uh, kids in Ukraine, but also other countries. Um, so that's why we're highlighting children's well-being here. So the collection is a 10K collection we are launching in March um, that highlights what, you know, what do kids need to lead a happy life? Um, you will find them playing. You will find them dressed, in cost dressed up in costumes. Um, and we also have role models to say that any kid can be the next Michael Jordan or Oprah or Einstein um, if they have, you know, the, the guidance and the warmth and the support. So that's why we are highlighting kids. But we already have the second collection, the wonderful women of the happy nation in mind and also the marvelous men. Right. So we're trying to create a nation here. Um, I do want to add, because sometimes uh, it wasn't clear, all of our utilities are made for adults. Indeed, we will be able to support children, you know, children and, and nonprofits that help children. But all of our utilities are well-being utilities, and they are made for, for you and me to take care of our well-being. So like I said, um, we will have these, these passports with the, with the, with the stamps. Um, holders will have free access to our, all of our value programs in our app. Um, the app is there and we will, uh, we will reopen the programs um, in autumn. Free access to Happy Nation activities such as well-being events and festivals. So we're talking fitness, yoga, meditation, nutrition, self-development, games. Um, we also have a web-based scavenger hunt app that we created uh, in real life before NFTs that we are going to actually reuse here as well. So we initially created it um, to get people out there to, you know, get them outside, getting some oxygen um, and during the pandemic, and this was a, a different campaign, but now we can re we realize, okay, let's get people out there, and they could even win a free NFT, making it really fun. So we will reactivate the scavenger hunt app. The Happy Nation will be community owned, so um, uh, you know you can also have a role in it. So you can be the governor, mayor, sheriff, or any other role you would like to have in the Happy Nation that describes who you are. And uh, I could say more about the community-owned idea if anybody has any questions. But uh, also we have in the collection 44 originals. So I mentioned Michael Jordan, um, Oprah, etc. And they will, their traits will be mixed into the collection. It is a generative project, but the originals, and it's, we have, and it's also provenance proof, which means we have no 
control of who gets what NFT. So it's going to be very fair. And anybody who gets an original will be part of the assembly of ambassadors, which will have special benefits. But those will be revealed in our secret roadmap after sellout. And I'm going to, um, you know, uh, try to speed it up here. And thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we will have products as well, well-being products. And if your NFT is featured in the products, our book or our action cards, you will receive commercial royalties. I already mentioned the wonderful women of the happy nation. So all the minters, minters, people who mint, so who are the first to come on and say, I support this, they will get a free wonderful woman. Um, giving back to the community. So investing into the back into the ecosystem is very important. So we will, at the 25% milestone mark, we will already open up the Happy Nation Fund. We will put ETH into that fund and we will go and look for inspiring, um, inspirational, well-intentioned projects. Could be female-led, could be those who also do social good in real life and others. And we will support those projects and airdrop their NFTs to randomly chosen holders. So five a month. And, um, and lastly, yeah, I already mentioned the nonprofit organizations. Um, and we have, uh, at the moment, um, in our Discord, we have introduced well-being events. So we do meditation three times a week. Um, starting tomorrow, uh, I will host a 20-minute stretch twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So we really are trying to not just, like, why wait and bring well-being to people when we can already do that along the way. So that is the story behind Happy Nation. Thanks so much for listening. And I'm open for, for any comments, questions, and feedback. Yeah, definitely appreciate you, uh, Amelia, for, for coming in and sharing your story and journey as well. One of the things that I always want to hear, uh, because building anything, whatever whatever it is, is difficult. And, and um, having individuals believe in what you're building, even if you have uh, great intentions, um, is difficult. So what I'd like to hear... Uh, from you for a few minutes and, and don't feel rushed, you know, what, whatever you want to share, share it. And then when we're done, we're done. Okay. So don't feel rushed. You know, you, when you have the mic, you have the mic. Okay. So, uh, I definitely want to hear your struggles. Um, please, um, if you can share some struggles with us and some anecdotes, um, while you are building. And I think that's important to, to hear because, it will definitely encourage individuals who are building anything, you know, um, I'm building this here, you're building your project, and I may even consider NFTs in the future. But can you share some stories with us, uh, some hurdles, um, some struggles along the way as you were building? Oh, yes. So, yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, building an NFT project. So for anyone who's out there thinking about maybe doing one in the future or something, it is a lot of work. It's like a startup. It truly is. Um, all the pieces have to come together and they all need your attention and the, the startup space is already quick, but the NFT space is even quicker. So it does take a toll on your well-being for sure, especially since it doesn't stop. It's a 24 hour thing. So you really have to make sure that your root, your, if you can call them habits, you can call them routines, you know, your daily, you have to make sure that you, um, are aware to take care of yourself along the way. Um, and also the, the farther you go and the bigger the community gets and the bigger the needs of the community are, you know, just making sure, um, that you're taking care of yourself beforehand so that you can, you know, take the next steps in, in a calm way, right. Or in a, in a more balanced way. Um, my gosh, many struggles. It depends on the month, um, depends on the phase, depends on what's been going on in the NFT space in the first place. But I think the hardest one for me would be 
I had that feeling that I was doing a lot, but I wasn't really moving forward. Um, and I think if I really uh, look back, I mean, I spent, I've been in Twitter space since October. Um, we had to work on our storytelling a few times. Um, and I had to, and, I'm, and I was thinking like, what am I doing wrong with my storytelling? Am I not, um, you know, giving the messaging out? Because I, and the, it, it felt like I was doing a lot, but it wasn't going, it wasn't somehow... We weren't getting more people in Discord. Our, you know, Twitter following, it just didn't feel like there was this, like, hype is the wrong word, but, like, you were actually moving forward. Um, I figured out about myself as well, and a lot of people are needing to get out of their comfort zones here in the NFT space. I had trouble, and I still do when I'm practicing, being more personal about the story. Um so sharing more of me, and that's what I'm trying to do here today as well, and be more human, I guess, because it's hard to do that when you don't see the people's face. You know, it's hard to share yourself into like an open space, and you're not sure who, you don't know who the person is behind the PFP. That's why it's so important to, you know, to spend the time to meet the people and develop relationships with them, although you've never seen them before in real life. And sharing your personal story is hard, and, but I realize I have to do more of that um, for the project. And also I had to learn how to say, how to ask for help. Um, you know, it's true that, you know, some people think if they just kind of, you know, throw something out there that maybe someone will realize that you need help. No, they don't know you need it um, unless you ask. So I did have those, I did have, and many, many, many times, I'll be honest, I had the feeling, I don't know if we can launch. Like, I do not want that on my conscience that, you know, you launch um, and, uh, you have people investing in you, you know, giving you their hard-earned money and then, um, something doesn't work out. I just, I've had this many times, this feeling of like, should we launch? But I have to say at the end of the day, and I've talked to many project founders personally as well. They all have these fears. They all had, have, you know, even after launch, even after sellout, they have these fears. It's completely normal. And for me, at the end of the day, if what you're doing is completely honest and the intention behind it is real and true, then I think that is the red line, the red thread that carries everything through. Um, and that I stand behind. Um, I know why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I know it's because I really want people to lead better lives. And that's what's helping me. And of course, these kids, right, that we can help. And that's what's pushing me through. But do I have doubt? Uh, I, a lot of self-analyzing. I've done also interviews with these NGOs and because I'm analyzing myself so much in Twitter spaces and how I'm saying things, am I saying it the right way that I actually felt like I was being superficial then with these executive directors that I was, um, you know, they, they are wonderful women that I feel so comfortable with, but I, I just was too much in my head. And, you know, all these things come up um, that you perhaps may have never been confronted with before had you not been in this space. And it's a lot of learning about yourself, a lot of learning um, how to create a project that uh, has no guidebook. So we're creating the guidebook along the way. You know how in the startup space, everything is very like you do this and then you do this and then you do that, you know, and it's, it's lined out for you. You just have to know the steps. But here in NFT, no, 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 no. What worked a month ago may no longer work today. That's old news. And you have to readjust. And we and we are very flexible when it comes to that. 
we're readjusting along the way. Um, but it, uh, but it's intense. I won't lie. It is uh, a lot of work, but, uh, but it's also a lot of fun. I appreciate that. Um, so one more from me and then I'll open it up to Diane and Rob and then we'll open it up to uh, anyone who wants to ask questions. So uh, since you want to be more personal, um, let's do a day in the life of Amelia. What does that look like? Uh, let's see. Let's pick a Tuesday, a random Tuesday. What is Amelia doing? How does she prepare for the day? I love it. Thank you. That's great. Uh, giving me the opportunity to say more about yeah, who I am personally. Well, there's a couple things that don't change, whether it's a random Tuesday or Monday. Uh, I wake up. Coffee first. Coffee is, that's kind of why I wake up in life. I love coffee. But I do sit down and meditate. So um, I do notice a huge difference when I meditate regularly. Uh, ideally, I do like between half an hour and an hour um, because it takes a while for my mind to calm down. But when I meditate, then I know I am a lot more ready for the day. Um, then, of course, um, yeah. And then at some point, well, this NFT project is my life at the moment. So that's pretty much all I do. But I do also make sure that I work out um, three times a week minimum, let's say. Um, and uh, what else? At the moment, I'm, no, that's it. That's pretty much my life, guys. Uh, <laughs> the NFT project has taken over a little bit. <laughs> Appreciate that. Dion, Rob, what do you got? Wow. Um, <laughs> uh, wow. It's, it's, I, I commend you for um, starting the project and working on it. It it's, seems like a lot of parts. Um, that you're tackling, um, and a lot of additional parts to come. Um, I'm just wondering, is it too much at one time? It, would it be, um, it seems you seem to be a, a, a team of three, if, if I'm correct in what I'm seeing. Um, and it just seems to me like there's a lot of different things going on at the same time. Maybe uh, uh, maybe not overwhelming to you, but it seems a bit overwhelming to me in trying to process all the parts. I'm just trying to be very straight in what I'm seeing. I hope I'm not being negative. Um, it's not my intention. Um, it's just to really have a discussion around that. It seems like a lot of parts to me. Um, so I guess my question is, how are you managing uh what you want to put out in, in, in the world. Is it, is it possible to do it all at once and which parts are you really concentrating on first? No, you're not being negative at all. And it's a very good point. And you're right. There are a lot of parts. And, um, so first of all, I want to say, yes, it's, we are three founders. However, I have a friend, uh, who I've known for over 10 years, Yolande, um, who has who has been part of our well you journey of our app? She's done th three or four programs of ours. She's helping me out with community building, and we also have um, a, a couple of student interns also from before NFTs. So they're helping us out as well. So when it comes to social media content or researching people or helping us out with you know they helped us research NGOs as well. So we do get support there as well, and we've changed also. 
we've restructured a little bit where I am no longer part of the operations of, you know, um, um, of yeah, Happy Nation. I'm just going out there. My main my main focus right now is outreach and speaking to people, and that helps a lot. So I don't have to. I don't go into the, you know, what what's going on. I I don't know what's going on with our Instagram page. I I'm just very. I give our team members all the freedom to to do what they would like. Normally, I was very uh, deep into those things. So they're giving they're taking over and they're giving me a lot of freedom, which is great. Um, your, uh, when it comes to a lot of stuff, yeah, you're right. It is a lot. Building a project like this is no small feat. I do have to say that being in the startup world beforehand, um, showed me how much resilience we have, Adam and I, we've had a really rough two years. Uh, COVID got in the way of our app. Then three months later, no, two months later, our good friend passed away. No cause of death. Three months later, his grandpa Four months later, his mom, and in December, his grandma. And I'm saying this um, because that's a part of our story, but we got up every single time. We know we can take a lot, and we know, and the, the reason why we keep going and kept on going is because we we know we have this vision and we know how many people our program and now our NFT project can help um, if it just were to exist. So this is what's really driving us. And this is why we put so much emphasis on well-being. That no matter how much what is happening, please take the time out of your day and go work out. Even if it's a 15-minute jog around the block, get those endorphins flowing. It's so important, you know, whether it's meditation or just going out for a walk or doing a, a little light stretch. You know, life goes on no matter what, whether we have families, whether we have intense careers, um, etc. You know, health and well-being is fundamental for a happy and healthy life. So this is also what I'm trying to, I'm trying to practice what I preach. I hope that answers a little bit what you were saying. Yes, it does. Thank you. Yeah, I love the I love the fact that your 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 project is around well-being and in the day and in, in the life of Amelia, you're you're definitely making sure that you take care of yourself. So that's fantastic. I'm looking at the artwork on this. Um, I love the artwork. I love what this is all about. I'm a dad myself. So I'm kind of biased <laughs> towards you know, projects that uh, have to do with kids. Um, so this is this is fantastic. And I do see on here um, that you have a uh, pre sale list open. And uh, so how do I get on that list? So, Rob, first of all, thank you. Uh, I love to hear that you're a parent. I just, I never discussed this with Andrew, but I would love for anyone who's interested or, or, or likes what they heard today, um, just reach out to me and you're on the list automatically. Uh, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to fight. You don't have to do level three or anything in Discord to get on it. I would be very, very happy if, if you're interested, you're on the list. Just DM me um however here or on twitter twitter's probably a little bit better um so you're you're all welcome if if you're interested so so no like share retreat tag while i'm upside down on one hand chewing gum rubbing my my tummy so you have to climb you have to climb mount everest um take a picture right. from the peak 
<laughs> tweet that, tag us. <laughs> um, no, you know, normally, yeah, um, you, you, um, you know, you do have calls. So if you were to tweet about us, I would be very grateful. But as a token of, of my gratitude to Andrew for giving me the space here today, um, I would be very happy to give anybody here uh, a pre-sale spot just like that, just to say thank you to Andrew. Well, I, w- I want to say thank you to to you, and and I love what you're doing. I want to I want to shout out Andrew and and uh, you know thank him as well for uh, for bringing this uh, together this morning. This is this is fantastic. I love what you're doing. So shout out to uh, to both of you. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> So Crypto Dave, welcome to the stage. Amelia, you're amazing. Thank you for sharing your story with us. Uh, Crypto Dave, do you have any questions? So I'll bring anybody up at this time who has any questions for Amelia. And once the questions are done, we are wrapping up. That's how we're doing it. I did link uh, the Twitter at the top for Happy Nation NFT. So definitely click on that uh, to check out what's happening with Amelia. Crypto Dave, what do you got? Hey, Andrew, thanks for bringing me up. Um, hi, Crypto Rob and everyone else on stage. Um, Amelia, I just just want to say that, you know, your story is really inspirational and, and the project really touched my heart. Um, don't really have a question. Just want to let you know that, you know, there are people that, that really, you know, inspire me and definitely hearing what you did and, and, and what you're going to do with this great project, um, is really great. Um, I'm a dad of two. Um, I have a 14 year old son who's on the spectrum. So, doing all these great things that you're doing with children and for children and, and to benefit children is just awesome to me. And, um, uh, being in my mid forties, um, I've taken my health, you know, a lot more seriously over the last three or four years. So I think it's great, you know, what the app is going to do. And I'm really excited about this project. So that's all I wanted to say. Thank you guys. Thanks, Dave. It means a lot. Appreciate yeah, you. It means a lot. Thank you. All right, guys, anybody else uh, have questions? Uh, We are winding down and we'll begin wrapping up. Amelia has shared her time uh, with us. Wonderful project. Uh, Definitely check out the website. The Twitter is currently linked at the top, which is Happy Nation NFT. Um, And I don't see any questions uh, right now. Uh, Amelia, how are you feeling? You you shared your story, uh, amazing story. Uh, I've heard it um, on Twitter Spaces as well. I was excited to uh, just um, have a conversation with you and and build together. How are you feeling? You know, th- this I'm feeling wonderful because this space, you know, you you gave the space when you're in Twitter Spaces and you are on a on a long list of projects, you know, and you get your, you know you get your couple minutes to talk. You don't really get to share who you really are and kind of maybe it's harder in that case than to transmit the passion. So I just want to say thank you for giving me the space. And you were all here just, I could feel that you're all just relaxed and listening and not hurrying me. So I feel that's fantastic. Um, And I just, again, want to say for anybody who um, is looking to take care of their well-being, you know, we have those events on on Discord. You know, just please join if you can. Um, and we're working very hard to make sure that we can, you know, make this project happen so that we can help people take care of their well-being. That's really our passion. And of course, helping these kids. So I just want to say I'm feeling very well. And thanks for all of you for giving me your ears, your time, the space. And I'm happy to connect with you more. And again, DM me and I will send you the form for the pre-sale. 
and um, happy to get to know you all more. So Andrew, I'll be in, in the space or in this room next time when you're interviewing someone else. I appreciate you. Any final thoughts uh, from Rob or or Dion or Crypto Dave? And uh, we'll we'll wrap up and I'll link the link tree for Amelia at the top as we wrap up. Rob, you have anything? Yeah, no, just just once again, uh, just echoing Crypto Dave, uh, you know, as a dad, uh, your story was definitely inspirational. My daughter's working on artwork right now and, and uh, you know, I'm not pushing her too hard. Uh, but we are in talks of an NFT. So I'm hoping she goes that direction. I'm definitely going to share this with her. Um, and and so just uh, congratulations again. And I appreciate you being here and, and sharing with us. Yeah, I'm really happy to meet you, Amelia. Um, and looking forward to diving in to learn more about the project. Um, you should be hearing from me. I will definitely DM you because I would like to be on the list. But of course, first I have to do my due diligence, but I, I'm liking what I see so far. Um, but a pleasure to meet you. A pleasure. Exactly. And what is one of the rules in the NFT world? D-Y-O-R, do your own research. Exactly. Thanks for listening to this Crypto Life. For more information and updates, visit thealliancediscord.com. That's thealliancediscord.com.